0: pastor Xavier Reese and the blessings
1: that faith brings. Noah did not come to a right standing with God because he preached the message for there are many who preach the gospel today who are not in right standing with God. Noah did not become right with God because he built the ark for there are many people who do some incredible things for humanity but none of those works will help them before God because they're not right with God. Noah came to be in a right standing with God according to faith. He believed
0: Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. The secret of infomercials is in convincing the consumer they can't live without this product or that. And by faith, many well-meaning customers lay out their credit cards so they too can benefit from some irresistible claim. Well, today, as he continues his in-depth look at the book of Hebrews, Pastor Xavier examines the only guaranteed object of success and fulfillment, certain to fill your every need. Here he is with today's simple truths from a study simply titled, Men of Faith. Let's listen.
1: Faith is defined and interpreted in so many ways today's society, and also in the church. And sometimes it's difficult to... Correlated to the faith of the Bible some believe that biblical faith is just saying that you believe in God But devils believe and there won't be one devil in heaven Others think biblical faith is one's own ability to believe If you can believe hard enough and positive enough It'll come to pass But biblical faith is not natural Biblical faith is supernatural It's not because of us It's in spite of us In reality, faith has an object, as you know, and that object is the person of Jesus Christ. This is the message of the book of Hebrews. Don't lose sight of what we've learned when you come to chapter 11. We can get so bogged down with each of these men and women of faith that we focus so much upon them. This author is giving the testimony of all these men and women of faith who trusted the promise of the Messiah to come Jesus Christ. Every one of these men and women mentioned here Go along with the description of faith in verse 1, 2, and 3. Evidence of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. The elders of old received the good testimony, and they believed that God was the creator of the world. Faith that worships, Abel, verse 4. Faith that walks, Enoch, verse 5 and 6. And faith that witnesses, Noah, verse 7. Faith that worships, Abel. Notice the comparison of the two men to begin with. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. The comparison is that they both had access to God. God respects no person, as you know. God rejects no person if they come by way of his revelation. By faith, Abel offered up a more excellent sacrifice. Sacrifice in the scripture always Equates worship, either by implication or by declaration. Whenever there was an altar and a sacrifice, it meant worship of the Most High, always. The phrase more excellent simply means greater in some qualitative sense. The faith is what made the sacrifice of greater quality, not the sacrifice itself. And so Abel represents faith that worships. Notice secondly, faith that walks. Enoch, verse 5 and 6. The proclamation of Enoch's faith is given to us in verse 5 at the beginning there. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God took him. The miraculous event that Enoch experienced was unique, as you know. Enoch was taken away so that he uh, did not see death. Enoch one day was walking with God as usual, and he kept on walking into the presence of God. And that should be a picture of you and me. We just walk with God. One day he says, let's go home. (laughs) Whether by death or by rapture, one of the two, does doesn't matter, does it? Notice, secondly, the commendation of Enoch's faith is given to us. For before this, that he was taken, he had this testimony, that he pleased God. The testimony of Scripture is that Enoch was not always a man of faith. If you go back to Genesis, around chapter 5, verse 21 through 23, it tells us that Enoch lived for 65 years and then begot Methuselah. For 65 years, he did not walk with God. He didn't agree with God. He wasn't one with God. He was a pagan, a heathen, just like you and I before we came to Christ. Then Enoch repented, and he got saved after he begot his son Methuselah. Enoch walked with God, it says, for 300 years after that. So for the first 65 years of his life, he didn't agree with God. Then he had this kid, and something happened. And he got born again. And for 300 years, he walked with God. The word walk in the Hebrew, there in Genesis, means to traverse or to move. It's used in scripture in different ways. It means to to be one with God in a reconciled relationship. It also speaks of fellowship with God and having access to God. It also speaks of a, a progressive, growing relationship with God. It also speaks of being obedient as a manner of life with God. It also speaks of a direction and distinction in destination towards God. That's the inclination. Enoch believed by faith in the promise of who? Genesis, the Messiah, the seed of the woman again. Genesis 3.15. How did he change his life? How did he become one with God? By believing the promise, the first promise, that the seed of the woman would come to redeem mankind. They believed in the prophecy of Jesus Christ, Genesis 3.15. That's the only way they could come. The testimony of the author to these Hebrews was that before Enoch was taken, he had this testimony. What was it? He pleased God. Enoch's life was a process of walking with God. Genesis mentions the word walk two times Genesis 5 22 and 24 Enoch lived up to his name you know what his name means his name means dedicated he was dedicated to God Enoch chose to walk with God from apart from the sinful course of the world and to turn to God in faith and hope of the Messiah Enoch chose to believe God rather than to be ensnared with the world's deceptions Enoch chose to believe that a full life in fellowship with God was better than a long life without God. Enoch chose to give a witness of a walk in faith. This is emphatic by the phrase, he pleased God. This is a permanent testimony that continues to speak to God, or through God, through the scriptures, to man. Even in spite of the years, 6,000 years later, it still speaks. And so these Hebrews were to be like Enoch, And please God in faith in who? In Jesus Christ. Resulting in being able to walk with God, having access to God before the throne of grace in heaven, and to have fellowship with God. Now notice, thirdly, he gives us the exaltation of the principle of faith in verse 6. The proclamation of faith is without faith. It is impossible to please him, God. Faith is a universal principle that results in obedience to God's revelation. The only way he can be pleased. There is no exception. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17, okay? The word impossible means exactly that every time it appears in Hebrews, impossible. The context will tell you what is impossible. Right here, it's impossible to please God apart from faith. Faith is related to the biblical revelation. Now, I don't know if you know, but Enoch is said to be the seventh from Adam, and that he prophesied about the second coming of Christ, coming with judgment with ten thousands of his saints in the epistle of Jude, verse 14 and 15. So the author pulls all the way back, grabs this man Enoch, a man of faith, who believed in the coming Messiah, and rather than prophesying about the first coming of the Messiah, he prophesied way past it to the second coming of judgment with ten thousand of his saints. Enoch was a prophet. Enoch walked with God in faith of the coming Messiah to judge the world. He chose to believe by faith the certainty of God's judgment, things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen as a true, done fact. He didn't see the promise. He died in faith. Remember the basis of this whole chapter. Habakkuk 2.4, Hebrews 10.38. The just shall live by faith. Habakkuk sets the scene when things are horrible, when things seem impossible, and God says, I'm gonna work. Faith is not because I feel that it's right. It's not based on emotions. It's not based on mystical experience. It's based on God's Word, it's based on His character, who He is. Notice the elements of faith are two for he who comes to God must believe that He is, that He is God. That he exists and that he is God according to his revelation. But notice, secondly, that he is the reward of those who diligently seek him. That God is true to his word. That's what he's saying. That God is unable to make a mistake seeing the genuineness of what? The heart. In other words, I can play games with you. You can play games with me. We can play games with each other, but we don't play games with God. And if we play games with God, we're the losers. Big losers. (laughs) The steadfast person of faith that perseveres with sure hope in Jesus is diligently seeking out God. This is what pleases God. Thereby being a recipient of spiritual wages and blessings. This is exactly the meaning of the word rewarder. Wages. If you come to God in faith based on Jesus Christ, then you receive the due wages, the spiritual blessings. The promises. So these Hebrews were to follow this principle, believing by faith that Jesus was God, the Messiah who would soon return to judge all those who do not walk with God so as to walk with God. They're without excuse. To the very end, he's warning them. In a sermon on Enoch walk with God, Dr. G. Campbell Morgan gave the following illustration. Listen to it. A little child gave a most exquisite explanation of walking with God. She went home from Sunday school and her mother said, tell me, what did you learn in school? And she said, "Uh, don't you know, mother, one day they went for an extra long walk and they walked on and on until God said to Enoch, you're a long way from home. You had better come in and stay. And he went. God saves us, we walk with him, and one day he says, you know what, you look tired, let's go home. You know what, you've just finished your course. You know what, I'm going to take you home. Amos the prophet, as you know, 3-3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? It's a rhetorical question, it has an obvious answer, no. If I say that I'm walking with God, then I agree with God's word. He does not agree with me. I agree with him. 1 John 1.7 says, If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. We keep our accounts short. We keep them up to date. We stay in fellowship with God. We don't deceive ourselves. We don't let sin deceive us. We don't let the world deceive us. We don't let Satan deceive us. It's a lot of stuff to deceive you. <laughs> Enoch's a picture to each of us of walking by faith in eternal fellowship with God. In fact, Paul puts it this way to the Ephesians, Ephesians 5, 15, and 16. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Amen. Look at the days we live in. Enoch is a clear reminder that we are walking by faith as strangers and pilgrims on the earth, just like Peter tells us. Just like the catalog of people here. Abraham, we're, we're not touching him this morning, but he walked as a pilgrim. Yet the land was promised him he was a pilgrim. What was the evidence? He lived in a tent. He didn't build a house. He built a tent. Let me tell you, when you, build a, when you go live in a tent, people don't think you're there for a long, long time. You're just trucking through. <laughs> and so Enoch represents faith that walks. Notice thirdly, You have the faith that witnesses in Noah, verse 7. By faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen. He believed what God revealed to him about the destruction of the entire world to come due to the evil. The record, as you know, is found in Genesis 6 and 7. The phrase divinely warned means to receive a direct revelation from God. The context was warning in view of the coming destruction. He believed in what God had declared, that it was going to rain for 40 days and 40 nights, sufficient enough to flood the entire world. This was the revelation by faith that he accepted. He was persuaded of things hoped for and things not seen as of yet because it hadn't rained up to that point, Genesis 2, 6 says, but a mist went up and watered the earth. Just think if you're there, it's never rained, And God says, I'm going to cause it to rain. You say, well, what is rain, God? It's little water drops coming from the sky, and I'm going to cause to rain hard enough and long enough that the entire world is going to flood. I'm going to break up the earth And water is going to come forth also. As preposterous as that would seem, he believed in faith. He had a strong conviction that it would take place. God's revelation. Notice, secondly, the faith of Noah was marked by obedience. By faith, Noah moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household. Noah's faith response was given evidence he gave evidence to his faith. He moved with godly fear. It means reverent belief in obedience to the revelation. Noah then prepared an ark. You can't just say, I believe and do nothing. If you believed there was a bomb in here, you wouldn't be sitting as calm as you are. You'd be out of here. You'd do something about it. The ark and Noah were a witness of God's judgment. How long? 120 years. For 120 years, Noah built a boat. Noah shared the coming judgment. Noah and the boat were witnesses to that sinful world. The entire world was going to be flooded, though it never had rain. The evidence of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. The gathering of the animals, the food, was a witness. Genesis chapter 6 and 7. All of that was a witness warning the people. Notice thoroughly, the faith of Noah was faithful. By faith Noah condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Noah was true to the message. By faith Noah condemned the world. Noah condemned the evil world by his faith in proclaiming God's revelation. The word condemned means to give judgment against, um, to judge worthy of punishment. In fact, Jesus used the word, speaking to the woman caught in adultery in John 8, 10. And as you know, she was caught in the very act and he said, Has no man condemned you? In other words, God is the only one that can judge and condemn accurately. And the word condemn means in judgment, punishment. It was not Noah. This doesn't mean that Noah himself condemned the people of his day, but simply means that he communicated as a faithful witness For 120 years, the warning against the judgment to come due to the evil. He was the messenger. And I am sure that he was a messenger, not like Jonah. 40 days, you're dead. 120 years he preached faithfully. In fact, 2 Peter 2.5 calls him a preacher of righteousness. But notice that Noah was a recipient of the message he preached first. The husband must first be partakers of his own fruits. You cannot give what you do not have. It's like the measles. you got to have them before you can give them. He says, And he became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Noah became an heir of righteousness. What was allotted to Noah? Look at the word. Righteousness. The state of a person to be right with God the way he should be. By standing on God's revelation and obeying it. Ezekiel calls Noah a witness of righteousness, as well as Daniel in Ezekiel 14, 14, and 20. Noah did not come to the right standing with God on his own. Noah did not come to a right standing with God because he preached the message. For there are many who preach the gospel today who are not in right standing with God. Noah did not become right with God because he built the ark. For there are many people who do some incredible, admirable things for humanity but none of those works will help them before God because they're not right with God. Noah came to be in a right standing with God according to faith. His faith in the revelation of God. He believed God existed and that he was the reward of those who diligently seek him. His faith was accounted to him for righteousness even as Paul says about Abraham in Romans 4, three. He believed God. And so these Hebrew Christians were to move with godly fear, being warned of the coming judgment on sinful man and take the only way of escape by faith in Jesus Christ. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. He's right back to it again. He never leaves his theme. All three of these men were witnesses, if you really look at it, of judgment but it should not surprise us because you remember as we studied chapter 1, 2 and 3 even even into 4 all of the quotations of the old testament were predominantly in the context of judgment. In fact, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the God waiting for what? For a enemies to be made a footstool. The book of Hebrews is a message of strong warning against the judgment to anybody who does not believe in Jesus Christ by faith, or who has accepted Christ and would dare to think to walk away from Christ. In fact, the strongest warning in Scripture that we have is found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 26 and 27. It says this, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversaries. He's talking to the Hebrew Christians. It's not hypothetical. It's a real warning, real possibilities. Noah is a faithful witness of the benefits of the obedience to God, escaping the judgment. Jesus used them as an object lesson in Matthew twenty-four thirty-six through 42 that it would be like the days of Noah. Eating and drinking and partying. Mocking. Oh yeah, Jesus is coming. Yeah, Noah, Noah, flood, flood, flood. Boatsy, boatsy, yeah, okay. But the door closed. I can imagine the horror of that day. as people trying to get in. I can imagine the horror of the day when the Lord takes the church out and all I've heard the gospel see the antichrist. And they know that there's no way out. The Hebrews knew the promise of Jesus' return to judge the world, Hebrews 10, 37. He reminds them again. And so Noah was a witness of faith regarding faithfulness to deliver God's message of grace and love to warn and to provide a time of repentance to escape the judgment to come. Listen to Paul, 2 Timothy 4, 2. Preach the word. Be ready in and season, and not a season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. Be faithful. Be consistent. The gospel is the only way of escape from the wrath to come. Romans 5:9, 1 Thessalonians 5.9. God has not appointed us to wrath, but to salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Noah represents faith that witnesses here you have three men witnesses of faith from the antediluvian period representing three types of faith that will speak to us very clearly today faith that worships Abel faith that walks Enoch and faith that witnesses Noah still valid today guys and so necessary you worship you're gonna walk if you walk, you will witness one step at a time through faith.
0: Pastor Xavier Reese with important simple truths for the journey of faith. And as always, you can hear this message again if you like online anytime by selecting today's date at the radio listings link at calvarychapelpasadena.com. But this study, titled Men of Faith, is also available on CD for only $4. And by the way, we'll be including not only everything Pastor Xavier shared with us the last time we were together, but additional material that our limited time on the air won't allow. So once again, the title you'll be asking for is Men of Faith, or simply mention today's date. Now You can request your copy by writing Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107 Or to make your request by phone call 800-926-1485 Again that's 800-926-1485 Or the address once again is Simple Truths 2200 East Colorado Boulevard Pasadena California 91107 And please be sure and include the call letters of this station somewhere in your correspondence This information is helpful when we check on the impact of this outreach in your area. How do you run the race to win? Come to our next training session on the next Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese and find out. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California